like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Carolina. It is time. We have been away too long, girl. We have been away too long. I can't believe it. Carolina, everything that has happened, this feels like such a weird dream the past like 40 days. 40 days? I have been in quarantena for more, okay? We have to calculate the actual days. And I'm not saying that like as a badge of honor. I'm Mm -hmm. saying that like, help me. (laughs) Come help me get out of this. this When did you lock yourself? You probably locked yourself up probably like a week before I did because I was running the streets till like that Sunday. I remember I was wearing a mask. I was risking it all, still trying to go to work. (laughs) And then that Monday, they were like, honey, don't come back here. Like, why are you here still? She said risking it all. I really Um, was risking it all on them dirty trains. Okay. So I left work and I have it here on March 10th because I had something for my children on March 10th. Okay. So since March 10th, I have been working from home. Wow. And today is May 7th. So it's about to be like a full 60 days that you've been working from home. It, yeah. Because then once I started hearing, so uh, by the way, welcome to Life in Spanglish. We have missed you just as much as you have missed us. My I goodness. I've like missed I, them. I have missed our, our listeners. I've missed you, honey. I miss like, adult interaction. Um, <laughs> I miss girlfriends, mi amiga, to, like everything that I could like, we need to break this thing down. This is almost like a welcome back for us because it we've really been gone is. for so long. But you want me to tell you something, Carolina? I'm actually yeah. glad that we're coming back now when things are a little bit more normalized because I think I would have been like a mess if we would have started mm-hmm. doing this probably like week one or two or three because I was really messed up behind this whole pandemic, coronavirus, COVID-19 situation. Thank you for being honest, because I think that it was a giant misunderstanding that people didn't get where some people were okay. They were like, oh my gosh, I get to work from home. This is so exciting. And then some people were really struggling. And I think that because of social media, we talk about this a lot because our lives are on display. There was so much 
self-dialogue and inner negativity because it was like, well, I'm not making three loaves of banana bread today. And Chrissy Teigen is making three loaves of banana bread and she has her kids doing artwork and she's painting. It took a lot for me to get my life together and to get my life right and to focus on the number one thing, which was my family. So you're right. I feel like it would have been a disservice to you guys to have these like fragmented episodes where we weren't all here for you. And now I feel like I can truly give what I want to give to you guys. You know what I mean? So yeah. I definitely feel you. And it's like, we're, we have more of a clear mind right now and, and mm -hmm. we can serve people in a different way. Cause I personally feel like at this point, I'm more like on the other side at mm -hmm. the beginning. Like I even did some audio and I listened to it and I'm like, wow, I sound so vulnerable and so weak and so scared and so like uncertain. And that's really not the person that I'm used to being or mm -hmm. the person that I, that I like to put forth when we do these, these podcasts. So it's like, I'm in a better space now and I can probably talk a little bit better to our audience. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that we can cover, especially like me from the perspective of being a mom and having to now juggle the entire household and, you know, three meals a day, snacks, everything, going to the grocery store, the level of anxiety that I have because I am the primary like caretaker in this home. So the fact that you have to prepare yourself to go out there and, you know, this isn't going to be something to where we're like sitting here telling you our woes, but I want you guys to kind of just get a picture of what we've been going through over the past six, seven weeks because we haven't been here with you guys. And it isn't that you haven't been top of mind, but it's just sometimes, you know, it's really important to say, I can't do all of this. I need to take a step back. And it, it was a not just one step back. It was just like you were thrusted into like a whole new world. Our life was no longer a, the life that we knew. Now mm -hmm. you're homeschooling. Now you're preparing meals. It's like we went from like, okay, you know, we have our homes, but we're outside. And, you know, to like the point that it's like, okay, you no longer leave your home. Well, no, there was like kind of a good, I, I wouldn't like, I don't like to use the word balance because I don't feel like my life is ever balanced, but I feel like I had more balance prior to this than I do now and I'm actually coming to you from my kids situation room so what I, happened I see all the little posters in the background I'm so proud of you you're Thank a good teacher you. yeah right well we'll see we'll see if they get into second grade in kindergarten um nobody's you know, gonna so, get left back girl you know don't worry about that oh that's gosh, a good thing you know, I was so happy you know there are some of my friends that have just said I mean they have thrown up their hands and they're like fuck it my kids, they can play on their iPad all day. They can, and here's the one thing that I do want to like say. They can resume learning once school is open again? They, some of my friends, and I'm that not outing them, and that I'm not judging them. But here's the thing, though, honey. You know what? Everybody knows their limits. And I of course. think that with this whole situation, you didn't know what your limits were until you faced this whole, this whole thing. At so, all. When they said that homeschooling was going to become a possibility, I said, I need, knowing my children and how they operate, I need structure. So that night until 11 o'clock at night, when I knew both of them were going to be home and we were going to start homeschooling, I put up, I'm going to show you, I know I can't show the, the listeners, but I put up the um, alphabet on the wall. I had First of all, this looks like a whole like Dominican it kindergarten is. that you're at. You know, those little schools that they have in Dominican Republic, you really yes. have the alphabet up on the wall. That's cute. I have cute. the alphabet up on the wall. I have like their charts, their reading charts. I have like their, um, they get a morning sticker. I had to come up with a whole schedule because I said, if I don't do this from the jump, these kids will never get on board. And the one thing that I said to my friends was, 
this is a zero judgment zone. You do you, but feel free to tell me what you're going through and know that there is zero judgment. If you want to feed your kids Pop-Tarts for dinner, have at it. If you want to give them leftover mashed potatoes with roast beef, because that's what you made last night for breakfast, do it. Whatever we need to get through this period, we got to just do it. It's, a, it's pretty much like survival of the fittest right now. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I really kept stressing to all my listeners and like everyone around me. Like, listen, adaptability and being able to use your survival skills is really the only way that, that we are going to get through this. And it's like, yeah, granted for us, it hasn't been like, you know, we haven't been out in the streets. We haven't been like, you know, fighting mm-hmm. COVID face to face. But a lot of people that I do know are doing that. You know, it's like my friends that work at hospitals, my friends that are nurses, my husband who's like an essential worker like all of them are out there every single day and I'm like you're gonna be fine it's like we became counselors also it's like you became a teacher I became a counselor (sighs) it's like does your husband still go out for work no he doesn't and that's been another thing that I've had to navigate which we will definitely talk about in the upcoming episodes because my coworker who takes over my studio I'm like no 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 no. this is not gonna work out Um, (laughs) no you're right it has changed the entire family dynamic um as a person who is there for my friends and you know I always want to be here for them I've absorbed a lot of their energy and a lot of their anxiety of what they're going through because I want to listen I know Mm -hmm. that they need somebody to talk to but then I'm left with those feelings. And then I'm kind of like, what am I going to do? So I said, we- You have your own feelings also. So it's just like, it's like if you're holding a cake in your hands, you're trying to balance it. And then they put three more on top of that one. It's like, okay. And you only have the capacity to, you know, deal with so many things in a day. So I will be honest with you, weeks five and six broke me. Weeks yeah. five and six were super difficult. Yeah. I feel I feel you because I feel like that's when they told us another 30 days. And yeah. I really was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is this a dream? And every single morning, like for the first two weeks, I would wake up and be like, did I dream the pandemic? Like, did I I'm miss like, my train? And Do then I need to get to work? Right? Nah. Yeah. And then I'm like, nah, this shit is really happening. Like, this is something none of us have ever gone through. Right. No, it's so true. And even just that, like, um, they were saying how people are losing sleep and the, and the level of anxiety in people, you know, um, my one girlfriend, she called me and she said, I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I feel like I can't breathe. I, I feel like, you know, I can't focus on anything. And she's describing all of these things. And I said, honey, I go, you're, you're having a panic attack. I said, I'm letting you know right now, you need to hang up this phone. You need to go and take some deep breaths go into your bathroom, give yourself some time to get yourself back down. I said, and then you can call me back because people are experiencing anxiety that have never experienced it before. And of now course. they know, now they know what it is. And listen, and the people with anxiety, they're going through it. They're like, oh, yeah. I'm experiencing anxiety the way I've never have before. And it's like just being locked up in your house every day. You know, it's like you become anxious. Your, your, your emotions are all over the place. But one thing I can say, Carolina, is that mm-hmm. we've all gone through it together. And we all yeah. understand what everybody's going through. And I understand like when someone's frustrated because they have to cook a lot. Because I'm like, okay, I cook a lot too. And they're frustrated. They, they can't do their nails. I just did my nails myself. I'm like, okay. They actually I, look good. What color is that, by the way? I was going to say, it's like a nice little neutral. You know I love me a good neutral. Honey. It's actually a, a thotty stark white. <laughs> 
see, we're on Zoom right now, and this is, and I apologize for the audio quality. This is part of the reason why we haven't been recording is because I don't have the capability to plug in. And this is all behind the scenes things, but just but to let I'm you ship, guys know. I'm shipping you a mic. You won't plug in next time. <laughs> I can get one from Amazon. Yes, you're okay, right. Okay, good. But, um, but no, actually, if you can send me the model, and then I'll just get that one. But, um, but yeah, no, you're right. You're talking about things like do are you the type of person that orders out for a long time for a long period of time i think that's why i was so overwhelmed i was not comfortable with ordering out oh it, carlina i ordered out like twice because yeah. of like you know that day that i'm like yo i'm ready to quit like this shit better end maldito coronavirus i hate mm-hmm. you like mm-hmm. those two times was when i ordered out because i was like at my wits end i'm like i don't want to cook anymore i don't want to do this anymore i don't want to be inside anymore like i feel like mentally it's affected me a lot it's weird because i always saw myself as like a strong person and nothing was going to break me but this well you still are you still are i don't think you should discount yourself like that you know Ah. i think that it's but this is the reality of it It, that that is the internal dialogue that we have in our heads you know i thought i was a strong person or i thought i could get through this well you don't know until you're there so now the way that you're dealing with it i think in hindsight you'll look back and be super proud of yourself with the things that you managed to do with the way that you managed to handle yourself um something that I have done and that I've made sure it every single week, you know, we are very fortunate. You have Noonie. I have Mark. I have my two babies. My single friends have been going through a whole other experience. And I looked at my husband and I said to him, I have two very, very close, close girlfriends. Uh And I said, please, if I don't remember, remind me to check in on them. Every single week. I said, because these girls are going through this alone. And now I know I get crazy. My husband drives me crazy. My kids drive me nuts, you know, but it's like, just think about it. All of that activity to not have any interaction, except for when you go to the grocery or when you're getting a delivery, that has to be difficult. No, it definitely is difficult. You know, what's crazy is like Bella's been, you know, quarantining by herself. I know. I, and, saw, and, I couldn't believe it. Why didn't she come over? I was so you know, mad at her. Because for whatever reason, we just kept thinking like this is going to end next week and next week is going to end next week. And Wait, we just and kept thinking. Way, for those new listeners who don't know, Bella is Honey's younger sister. Yes. She's gorgeous. She's a beauty blogger. She's just like the jam. I love her. But I could not believe when I was looking on social media, I said, what is this girl doing at her own place? I know she was there. She was up by herself. So it's like, for whatever reason, you know, I started feeling sick and I was like, I have Corona, I have Corona, I have Corona. <laughs> so I went and got tested. So I was like, Oh, I'm negative. I can go see Bella. Yeah. So I, I went to see her and you know, what's so crazy when she saw me, she like literally broke down in tears. It was like, she was sobbing because she had not seen a loved one in a month. Like I was holding her, like if she was a child and, she was like, I'm sorry, I'm crying. I'm sorry, I'm crying. I'm like, you don't have to be sorry that you're crying. I understand what's happening. You haven't felt love, touch, affection. You haven't seen yeah. family in so long that you're so overwhelmed with emotion right now. So I feel you when when you say you got to check on your single friends because at least I, I get to fight with Nuni whenever I feel like it. But she's just alone walking well, around. Even having that that person, that physical, that body, that person oh, that's yeah. right next to you, you uh-huh. know, it's having that that human connection is so important. And I think that people forget about that. Right now, we're about to be interrupted by my child that I told not to come and interrupt me. But yes, what do you need? 
cookies? Yes, you may have a milkshake with cookies. Yes, and Asher too. Oh, the snack game. I want one too. It is popping. He said a milkshake with cookies. You guys have no idea. Okay, so I have a four and a six-year-old, and I thought I thought I was on my A game with the snacks. Bro. As far as what monitoring them? No, I thought I I am the house that you want to come to. We have snacks of all kinds. I got granola bars. I, I got snacks. and I got like the good stuff too. You know what I mean? Because I grew up in a house that did not have snacks. I told you, my mom used to buy generic, the black and white box. Snacks. We didn't get Lucky Charms. The hell snacks? Like, snacks? We eat mango like, for breakfast, arroz con habichuela for lunch. And, and exactly. <laughs> She's like, te voy a dar un poquito de vigorón, que, que es, you know, so that there was leftover from last night. So my mom never believed in snacks, and I'm the opposite. So these kids, all they do is fucking eat all day long. They eat breakfast. Mommy, can I have a snack? I said, you just had breakfast. Well, I want a snack. I said, okay. They're growing boys. They have a yogurt. Mommy, can I have another snack? Now they want fresh fruit. Mommy, can I have another snack? Now they want a granola bar. This shit goes on all day long, honey. No, they imagine. are. I cannot order it fast enough. The How many questions do you think they ask you a day? The, the questions. Oh my gosh. I can only imagine. The questions are popping in this house, okay? And they're and they're like, you know, they're children. That's a whole other t- uh, subject, like in a whole other episode is talking to your mm-hmm. kids about COVID-19 because now um, Asher says, I'm going to wash my orange really good because it probably has coronavirus. And I said, no, Asher, it doesn't. Aww, you know, so baby. I was trying to explain it to them. But like the food issue for me has just been so overwhelmed. I've never thought more about food. And I think that once this is over, I don't want to have to think about food again. Me I said to Mark, I do not want to think about food again. There are so many people who have learned how to cook and they're learning so many things. I don't want to learn. I'm done. I'm done. I want them to fend for themselves. Listen, Carolina, the other day I went to sleep with no dinner. I said, I'm sick of food. I am sick of eating. I don't want right? to think about it anymore. I don't want to cook it. I don't want nothing to do with it. I had ramen that night. I was like, this ghetto 99 cent ramen is all I'm doing. I don't have it in me. I just don't have it in me. Can I tell you that I have become a ramen master? I put cilantro in my ramen. I put a little egg in that bitch. I Yo. put um, a little bit of chitoma, cebolla. I was so I mad. Mean, I didn't put nothing in it. And then people started like sending me their ramen. Somebody had hot dogs. Somebody had um, scallions. I'm like, what? No, the- you got to add the protein, girl. We got to put you on the ramen game. That thing is a okay. meal right But there. is this like good ramen or is this like cup of noodle ramen? no. I, I actually, I take offense for you to say, like, good ramen. Good ramen is top ramen, honey. Okay, okay I just want to make sure I'm not missing anything here because I'm not a ramen chicken person. Flavored, okay. Chicken flavored. I do not enjoy the beef. And I do chicken ramen with an egg. I cut up cilantro. I do chiltoma, uh, cebolla. I do um, a little bit of Worcestershire. I'm I so do mad. ketchup. I didn't I mean, know this. It is it is a whole meal, okay? So then that way I don't feel guilty. I'm like, I got a little bit of uh, vegetables in here. I got a little bit of protein. I got a little quail egg in here. I mean, well, that's like getting super fancy, like with the quail egg, you know? <laughs> so it, I, I feel like right now we're just catching up with each other and I want people to know, I know that this is kind of like a little bit disjointed, but you have to understand that like Honey and I are just getting to talk to each other. We have spoken on the phone, but it hasn't been the same. No, nah, but I think they welcome it. I think they're really going to want to know, like, where our heads is at right now, what we've been doing, what are the things that, you know, have been, I guess, uh, bothering us the most, because they always hit me up. And, you know, 
I've been able to connect with people in such a different way during the pandemic. I didn't mm-hmm. realize I was really like that pressed for time. And mm-hmm. it's like, now I can FaceTime people. I can call my mom on the phone for an hour and 40 minutes to talk about which sewing machine she wants for Mother's Day. I'm like, yo, I really had no time before. See, and, and I'm the opposite. I'm sorry to cut you off, yeah. but go ahead, finish your thought, because I want to tell you why I've, I'm I'm kind of the opposite. No, now it's like I'm available. Whoever wants to talk, whoever wants to FaceTime, whoever wants to like DM, and I even answer my DMs with like video messages whenever my face is looking oh decent gosh, enough. Oh my gosh, look like, at you! I've really been able to like connect with people during this time period, and that's one of the things I'm really grateful for. Yeah, yeah. It's opposite for you. Opposite. Um, I feel like I'm in front of a screen from five o'clock in the morning until three o'clock in the afternoon. So, because it, remember, I'm getting up at, it's still at 445 to do, to do the morning, the morning show. show. Mm-hmm. When I'm doing the morning show, I'm looking at a screen, a Skype with, um, with Greg T and Colleen. So I have that for four hours. Then right as soon as I'm done with them, 930, I start homeschooling with the boys. So I'm kind of like running upstairs to set them yeah. up while I'm still doing the morning show. I'm looking at their screens with them until noon. We break for lunch at noon. We come back for other classes at one. I'm not done until 2 30, 3 o'clock sometimes. Well, that's the problem, Carolina. You want to be doing a full day of school. If I was a mom, I'd be like, yeah, I got half a day today. And no, I'd say that we do every fun day. Fridays. We do fun Fridays. I did finally let up and I said, you know what? Fun Fridays. But um, but no, they actually have Zooms with their teachers that they have to be in attendance. That's what people don't understand. Every day? And every single day. And there are printouts. There are worksheets. So not only do I have to print out the worksheets for both boys, I have to take pictures of them and send them to the teachers sometimes to have them see their progress. It's not because they're like grading them. Oh, no. They want to know like is your child having difficulty uh, telling time or, you know, that's the unit that they're working on right now. But then the beautiful part of it is that typically I wouldn't really know what he was doing. I'd help him with his homework. I'd help my older one with his homework. I'd go over letters with my younger one, but now I'm really in the mix and now I can really see what their strengths and their weaknesses are. So I'm looking at it as a gift. So when it comes after three o'clock and my friends want to FaceTime or zoom or do a happy hour, I'm like, man, I am tapped out. I don't want to look at a screen, even TV. I am spent. So, you know, there's a lot of ways that people are coping with it. I'll be honest. I mean, totally truthful. I've been drinking a whole lot more than I normally do. Mm -hmm. I have been um, aware of my drinking, not to the point where it's anything to be concerned about, but I even said to Mark, anything. I'll drink tequila. I will. Drink. I looked at our bar and I said, we got to freshen this thing up. I'm going to take care of it. Cause you know, Mark doesn't drink with me. And you know, the just, liquor stores are essential. So you're good. <laughs> totally. So I've just been red wine. You know what it is? I do think that it eases me out a little bit. Like yeah, it calms your nerves. Night. That's why it a does. lot of women are like wine, wine, wine. That's why there's so many wine memes, wine bars, it's true. wineries. Because as women, we tend to lean on wine to like unwind. And as a little like, you know, it's like a little reward at the end of the day, like a good glass of wine. Yeah, believe the hype because it's true. We definitely imbibe and it does like kind of settle you down. So I did say to my husband, I go, look, you know, I've been drinking a lot. I want to make sure that I'm like fully present, that I want to remember these times. That's, That's so cool that, you, that you're that aware, like, you know, oh, to even yeah. say something like that. 
So, you know what, for me, it's like, and also, you know, I'm constantly like, you know, watching my weight. And so I said, you know, maybe one glass of wine a night, not a big deal. Even How many two, pounds did you gain? Did you weigh yourself? I've gained three solid pounds. Me too. I, I gained, gained three pounds. Three solid pounds. And Noni said that's not bad. Noni's like, not oh, that's not bad. No, it's just, yeah. it, it, just wait, wait. Because we're By not. Honey, I'm going to put honey onto some. Did you have one of these bottles right here? No, have you seen this? these? Well, you I don't see... know what this is? No, I don't know what oh, it is. Oh, okay. I know what I'm getting, honey, for her birthday. <laughs> First of all, my birthday is in December, girl. Send me the I link know. so I can buy this, okay? No, what is I'm going to get you one. These are these bottles. And so what I've been doing is, um, so it, it involved with the drinking. And I said to my husband, I said, look, you know, I can have a glass of wine and I, it's just like, you know, there are some people who are finishing bottles of wine and I, I, I'm not doing that. But I do You won't need be, rehab after that if you're doing a whole bottle a day. Girl, please. Are you kidding me? Rehab sounds like a dream right now. I know I'm not making light of the subject, but like to be on my own, to have like to work on myself would be so amazing. So what I said is I'm committed to making sure that I drink 64 ounces of water every single day. I only have to fill this up twice and I know that I get my water. I want to try to incorporate as much self-care as I can without being obnoxious or getting in my head about it. And Do you know what I'm one. saying? No, no, most definitely. Getting your water in is, is you know what? That's just so tiny compared to mm -hmm. the stuff you probably used to do before between, you know, massages and hair and workout and yoga. yoga. Drinking water is the basics, Carolina. You're not oh, being totally. obnoxious. I'm getting back to basics, you know? And so that's why I've been like making sure that I'm like taking care of like the little things that I can take care of. But then again, I said, I'm being very harsh on myself. Again, I was like being very critical, like, why do you need to have a glass of wine tonight? And I said, you know what? If you feel like having a glass of wine, have the glass of wine. Like you're not being kind to yourself. You're telling everybody else what they need to get through it. And you're not allowing yourself that same freedom. Nah, definitely. If you want the wine, drink the wine. I actually only had like three drinks the whole quarantine. I'm not a you're person kidding. that like, I don't like to drink alone for whatever reason. It's like, if I drink yeah. alone, I just feel like a total weirdo. Yeah. Like, Some people I do. Have, I just feel like a weirdo. Like, unless other people have a drink, I would mm -hmm. never fix myself a drink by myself at home. And well, then don't worry. I, you know I'm drinking with you. I I'm going to Zoom you, and we're going to drink on there. Zoom. That's what we're going to do. Because it's yes. like I want to drink sometimes. And it's like, yeah. and I'm like, but nobody's drinking. Like, how do I look making myself a martini right now? Noonie doesn't drink with you because Mark doesn't drink with me. No, Noonie doesn't really drink with me. He's not a big drinker. Unless we have people over, then he'll have a drink. But if it's like just me and him, he's not right. trying to drink. Like for, for um, Cinco de Mayo, I made like a Corvo and um, Clase Azul margarita. I drank like three uh -huh. sips. And then in the morning, I found it by the window. I was like, oh shit, I didn't finish the drink. Really? But that's because I felt bad. It was just me drinking. Yeah. No, not this girl. I have no shame. I will sit there. I'll tell my, actually, I told my kids, I need more ice. Now they know that I like to freshen up my ice. And mommy, do you need more ice for your wine? <laughs> Mama needs some ice. Jingle, said, jingle. It's a white wine spritzer, honey. Yes. Go get me three cubes, okay? And make sure that they're connected because I like them all connected so they stay right there. But yeah, it's, it has been, you know, I think that, again, when we look back on it in hindsight, it's been a beautiful time. It's been a challenging time. It's been difficult. It has been rewarding. And there have been a number of different emotions, and I think that's why it's a lot for us to handle. Oh yeah. It's like an emotional roller coaster because some days you're like, well, I'm just happy I don't have Corona. And then the next day you're like, I'm just so mad. I can't get my, 
canas. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, so, oh, what are you doing about your canas, girl? What are you doing? I, I can't see them from here. I, I, think I they look am good. not. I'm not doing a thing, Carolina. When I tell you really? I'm not doing a thing, it's like I need everything. I need like a petty. I've done cut my fingernails short, my toes short, and that's just my eyebrows are what it is. I'm not even trying because it's just like, what's the point? I look like Cirque du Soleil up in this bitch, like a contortionist trying to do my own toenails. I swear to you, I had my leg up here and I had my arm on underneath and I had to like get the right angle to try to get my own pedicure. It was something else. And Mark I have said, no found respect for these people. Oh, for sure. I said to him, I go, these dogs are barking so loud. I need to take care of business. So I got down to it and I did. I cut them short. I was just like, this is what it is. It's going to be the best that I can do. And I think that that's the general theme like of this first episode back is that we're all doing the best that we can do. We really are. And we're all trying to keep it together and, you know, just, just not fall apart. Mm-hmm. Especially like for you, like people with, with children. Because I'm like, I okay, I'm like super stressed out. I'm bugging out about having to work all day and cook all day and clean all day. And, and everything that I ever knew was taken from me. Now I can only imagine having two kids to also homeschool. Like I give it to you guys. Like, I that, think that's that, crazy. Yeah. I think the thing that, you know, people wonder, or I've been asked by people, you know, what are you more concerned about with your boys? Are you concerned about their education? Are you concerned about, you know, um, them not being in a social setting? And I think that it's, it's twofold. The socialization is super concerning. My kids are at an age where they don't know how to FaceTime their friends. So they'll say, mommy, I want to see Ryder. And I'll, I'll call Ryder's mommy and I'll say, hey, can you, you know, do you mind if they do a FaceTime? they'll get on the FaceTime and they'll giggle and then they, they like won't say anything. Yeah. So for me, the bigger thing is how are we going to ease back into society with these kids, with ourselves, knowing the different limitations? You know what? I think that it really is going to be a learning lesson to us. We're going to have limitations. Americans, for the longest time, we've been respected, revered. People always say, oh, America, New York City, the greatest city in the world, which I truly believe. Super freedom. But, but yeah, exactly. Some of our freedoms have been taken away. And I think that's what's going to be difficult as we start to reintegrate into society and get back into things. Um, I think that people are going to have to pack a lot of patience and I think it's really going to show true colors for a lot of people. And we're going to have to work together. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like it's just, everybody's going to have to be respectful. Everybody's going to have to be mindful. It's just going to have to be like a a really a group effort. Like when we get out here, like on the trains, in the street, in the store, in the restaurants, like we're just all going to have to come together and, and, you know, act like it's civilized adults that are conscious that they're, we have this new virus that's going to live with us forever. It's not going away. So now when it comes that time and they say, okay, buildings opened up, everybody come back in. Do you, oh, yeah, exactly. Don't you have a little bit of hesitation about going back into the city or are you all in? Because there are some people who are like, I am ready to go. I want this to end. Um, I don't know. What scares me is the train. It's not even like being yeah. in the building because I'm not one to be on top of people. So I don't see mm-hmm. myself like, you know, oh my God. Well, Nui would to- have a problem with that, honey, if you were on top of all the people. Okay. So <laughs> I get it. But being on the train scares me. Like it yeah. really does, especially the subway. The New York, the New Jersey transit, not too much. Plus yeah. it's just like, you're going to be wearing a mask or whatever the case may be. But I kind of like adapted to working from home. Like, I don't think I want to go back and be there full time. It's like, now mm-hmm. it's like, I can 
can be working by 8 a.m. versus before where it would take me till 10 o'clock in the morning to make into work. So I feel like my, my work time is maximized now. I just think a lot of people and a lot of companies, and this is something that, you know, there are people who are probably listening who have been furloughed or who don't have a job at all. And mm -hmm. that's a whole other discussion, you know, the unemployment issue. But um, I think that this is going to definitely change the um, way that companies operate. Mm -hmm. I think our company will have to reevaluate kind of who is an essential person to have downtown in New York in one of the most expensive neighborhoods in Manhattan, you know, and I think that as we kind of go through this, I don't think we're going to see ourselves in that building all together until after oh, no. the new year. No, they're definitely going to stagger like the people, like some come in the morning, some come in mm -hmm. the afternoon. I think like on air personalities, now that we have the capability of doing it from home, they're probably going to keep us this way, considering that they don't want anybody to get sick and then yeah. be out. So it's like, they don't want, they don't want Carolina to catch Corona and then be out of work for a month because oh, then dude, please, who's going to do her morning show. So it's like, <laughs> we got to keep Carolina nice and safe and where is yeah. better than in her home. Yeah. So I think like on air personalities are probably like the last people that go back to that building. Well, I can't tell you enough how glad I am that we finally got it together, that we are back, that we are together again, I know, and finally. that we have more episodes on the way for you guys, and we have missed you, like I said, just as much as you have missed up, maybe even more, um, but yeah, we want to get all of your comments. Tell us what you're going through. Send us kind of what the situations are that you're facing. We'll be happy to help you if we can provide you with some insight. Mm -hmm. I know that we're not you know, professionals, but we're here for you, and you can always reach out to us i'm at the real carolina on all social and you can hit me on i am honey german on instagram and yeah you know, we'll listen it, it won't be the best advice but it'll be some type of advice exactly exactly maybe you can take a little bit of what honey says and a little bit of what i say and you make it your own and then uh, also follow at li spanglish that's um our wait, wait, what is it what is our our that's instagram it. L.I. Spanglish. Spanglish. Yeah. It's been so long. It has been so long. Uh, <laughs> and you can always send us an email, lifeinspanglishpodcast at gmail.com. But guys, we are so glad that you're safe and that you're listening and that you are keeping us company. We appreciate you so, so much. And we have so many more things to talk about. So I cannot wait to get right into it with you. Me honey. too. We love you guys. Peace. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 españolcom It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. 
I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.